What's that smell? Hand sanitizer. Oh, I smell shit, but hey. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of Shit Under My Nails. I'm happy that you're back here with me, Jigger J-O-E. And today has been a fucking whirlwind with everything that's going on. Um, for those who do not know what's going on, there is a viral video with a young man who is of African descent. And his name is Jacob Blake. He is 29 years old, the same age as me. He's a black father. And he was shot seven times today in Wisconsin. He was getting into his car, apparently after breaking up a fight between two women. And his three sons were in the car and witnessed the cop shooting the father. <sighs> that right there, that's the whole situation now. The good thing about this story is the fact that he did not die. The bad thing, he is paralyzed. He has legal representation, of course, and there's just so much going on. I will let you listen to the actual, I guess, the the, the audio from the video that was shot that went viral. Out over video showing police shooting a black man, Jacob Blake, in the back multiple times. Gabe Gutierrez has the story and a warning, it is disturbing. Tonight, there's growing outrage over this video showing at least two police officers in Kenosha, Wisconsin, with their guns drawn, following 29-year-old Jacob Blake as he walks around the front of a gray SUV. We pause the video after he opens the door with his back to an officer. At least seven shots can be heard. Why are we shooting my child like that so many times? Police say they were originally responding to a domestic incident. It's unclear what occurred right before the recording, and the video only captures a few seconds before the shooting. Rayshawn White was the eyewitness who recorded it. He asked us not to show his face to protect his privacy, but told us that he saw Blake trying to break up an argument between two women at the scene. I was shocked. I had no idea they were going to shoot him. He says he heard the officer tell Blake, drop the knife, but he didn't see a knife. Blake's fiancée, Laquisha Booker, was also there. She says their children were in the car. That man literally just grabbed him by his shirt and looked the way and was just shooting him with the kids in the back screaming. Overnight, protests over the shooting here escalated. The violence spread across parts of downtown Kenosha. This car dealership torched. Wisconsin's Department of Justice is investigating, saying the officers are fully cooperating and are now on administrative leave. The Kenosha Police Union asks that you withhold prejudgment about the incident and please let the process take place. But the state's lieutenant governor already had strong words. This was not an accident. This wasn't bad police work. This felt like some sort of vendetta uh, being taken out on a member of our community. Businesses here are boarded up, nervous about another potentially violent night. It was horrifying to sit there and see it and know you couldn't do anything. You know, we literally put our entire lives into this business. Blake is now out of surgery and in serious but stable condition. Wisconsin's National Guard is being deployed to help protect this city. And tonight, another curfew will be in effect. NBC. All right, y'all, so for those who do not know, 
um, the backstory to Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old black man who was shot at least seven times by police officers over the weekend, may not ever walk again, um, family's lawyer said on Tuesday, which is um, tonight. The medical diagnostics right now is that he is paralyzed. Attorney um, Ben Crimp said in his press conference today, Tuesday, earlier Tuesday, um, it was going to take a miracle for Jacob Blake Jr. to ever walk again. Blake was shot in the back multiple times Sunday by Kenosa Police Department. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. Um, the police officer department um, responded to a domestic violence call. Um, according to Crimp, who is representing Blake, um, police have released a little information about what led up to the shooting and haven't said why officers approached Blake. Um, Wisconsin's protesters rally for second night against shocking and outrageous police shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, graphic video um, circulating on social media shows Blake walking towards a car, followed by officers who has a, a weapon drawn on him. Blake opens the door and reaches into his vehicle, and the officers tug on his shirt. At least seven gunshots can be heard following by a car horn. Two officers can be seen in the video near the car. It is unclear what happened before the video was recorded, but uh, Crimp said Blake, Blake's three sons were in the car when Blake was shot. They shot, um, they shot my son seven times. Seven times, like he didn't matter. Jacob Blake Sr. said in the press conference, but my son matters. He's a human being, and he matters. The officers involved in the incident have been placed on administrative leave, according to the Wisconsin Department of Justice. The department is leading the investigation into the incident and said it aims to present a report within 30 days. Here's what we know on Tuesday. Um, a large a large crowd actually gathered um, near the courthouse in Wisconsin Monday evening for the second day of protesting and members of law enforcement barricaded the area. According to the local reports, some um, Interstate uh, 94 exit ramp uh, I'm going to get this county right. I'm probably saying it wrong. Kinsoya. I'm definitely saying it's wrong, but um, the counties were closed. Officers used tear gas and dispersed um, protesters in front of the courthouse and protesters, protesters threw water bottles at the officers in riot gear after the county's 8 p.m. curfew went into effect, according to the reports from the scenes. By late Monday, a truck had been lit on fire, recreating a scene from Sunday's protest that saw city trucks on fire. The danger appeared to build deeper into the night. 
several structures, including a Wisconsin Department of Corrections building, was set on fire. A local furniture store was completely engulfed in flames. So in Wisconsin, and of course it's not national news, and I'm not really for sure why, but they still are out here. I mean, well, I'm not going to say that it's not national news, that we're still out here rioting. We're still out here trying to, you know, get our voices heard and get something done. But it's still, like, super-duper heavy out there in Wisconsin. Um, the National Guard was deployed in that county on Monday to help protect the the uh, critical infractions and assist in maintaining public safety and the ability for in individuals to peacefully protest. The Guard's Public Affairs Office said in the statement, State Governor Tony Everts called the deployment a limited mobilize at the time. The governor then The governor then increased the National Guard presence in the county on Tuesday. We are asserting the damages in the city. Um, as far as the property damage will be increased, the presence of Wisconsin's National Guard to ensure individuals can exercise their rights safely, protect state buildings, and um, any any more basically any more support responders um will be as of some type of utilization such as the fire department and other police officers roughly about five hours ago president donald trump of course this fucking asshole um apparently unaware that everett's had already been caught had already called the national guard tweeted that the governor should call the national guard you stupid son of a bitch, Donald Trump. Great. Governor should call, uh, call in the National Guard in Wisconsin. It's ready, willing, and more than able to end the problem fast. Of course, his his motto is fucking force. And that's cool. So, director of the National Guard moved with some type of urgency. Law enforcement in the area avoid arresting and displayed displays of force in particular tear gas so they're trying to still do it as peacefully as possible not saying that it's the right thing but goddamn, um and it just goes on and on about what's been going on in wisconsin and how they are still doing some type of ride um i'm very sad to see another person or another I don't even want to call it like what it is. I don't want to call it black on black crime. I don't want to call it police brutality, but I feel like there's another word, another, some type of something to call it. Um, I feel like we should diagnose our own situations and our own things and our own people. It can't be police brutality. Um, you're going to call it like it is. Murder. You tried to murder someone and whether you know it or not they always say that big brother's always watching you but so are the people now wisconsin i don't know what y'all gonna do but you need to get your shit together 
come together somehow, somewhat. I'm going to play a small snippet of the audio because it's really horrendous to just even hear it. But to look at it while you guys are listening to it is going to make me a little timid. This is not the first time we've had some type of crazy-ass audio on this show. It won't be the last. Um, I don't like to hear the audio, but we're going to make it work. And I'll come back with the rest of my comments here. All right, y'all. So, y'all heard that uh, horrific, horrific thing. But in other news, um, Sweetie Pies is in the news, okay? And they're talking about murder for fucking hire of their nephew, okay? And if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know, Sweetie Pies is actually a, a restaurant, and it was a reality TV show um, on the OWN network. A uh, sweet, sweet older woman by the name of Robbie Montgomery, who is the reality star. Not only is she, is, is she the reality, reality star of the show, Sweetie Pies, but she's also the owner um, of this restaurant that is in St. Louis. The problem is, is her son, who is 41 years old, by the name of James Timothy Norman, okay? Uh, he basically <laughs> conspires with an exotic dancer in Memphis, Tennessee, and others to use the facility of interstate commission, namely a cell phone, a cellular telephone, to commit a murder for hire in exchange for U.S. currency. So he basically hired someone to kill his nephew. Holy shit! Um, the dancer has also been charged in the plot, according to the release. In 2014, Norman obtained four hundred. $50,000 life insurance policy on his 18-year-old nephew, Andre Montgomery uh, Norman, was also the sole beneficiary, according to the release. In the days leading up to Montgomery's murder, the other suspects communicated with Montgomery and told him she was planning to be in St. Louis. The day before Montgomery's murder, on March the 13th, 2016, Norman flew to St. Louis, Missouri for his home, from his home in Los Angeles, California, according to the release. The next day, the two were communicating using temporary cell phones. Um, they had activated that day. The release said the female suspect also used the temporary also used a temporary phone to communicate with Montgomery and learned his physical location. After learning Mr. Montgomery's physical location, she uh, immediately placed a call to Norman, Norman, according to the release. The day uh, that he was murdered around like 8.02, Montgomery was shot to death, and that was according to the release. The woman's phone location information placed her in the uh, victim of murder at the time of homicide in the same area, in the same location. So even though you stupid motherfuckers haven't learned from verse 48, for my man and all the other crazy-ass crazy ass murder shows, you know the cell phone's ping. It doesn't matter if it's a cheap-ass cell phone or not. It's going to get back to you, stupid fucks. 
Anyway, following Montgomery's murder, um, she placed another call to Norman and traveled towards Memphis, Tennessee, according to the release. She also deposited over $9,000 in cash into the various bank accounts days after murder. A week later, Norman contacted the life insurance company and tried to collect on the policy he had taken out on his nephew. <sighs> you know what? To be honest, I really don't have no words for this at this moment because it's ridiculous. And you, you could tell that he had some type of aggression towards the nephew. You could see it in certain um, episodes of Sweetie Pies, which just recently came out, which I thought was pretty fucking interesting. Um, of course, she did not want him to treat her of a certain way or, you know, of a certain language or whatever the case may be. But it came to it came to as bad as you don't want it to be or as bad as you don't want it to be the situation or whatever the case may be it is and all i can do is just apologize send my hearts out to all the people who have passed away thus far um and we're just gonna keep it moving um of course if you guys don't know i am officially officially on wix i'm happy to say that um, they actually created me a small little mobile app as well as they created me a small little website for a short fee just like you would do here on Anchor. So I'm super duper excited about that. Um, you can send me messages on here or you can go to my Instagram for those who don't know to just see me on the regular everyday fucking basis. You can look at my Instagram and my Instagram is D-U-R-R-T-Y underscore, no, I'm sorry, D-U-R-T-T-Y underscore J-O-E. Or, you know, of course, you can always get at me on Facebook, shit under my nails, or Hustle Hustle. Either way is the form of contact to me, and I greatly appreciate your love and support. And I'm going to leave you off with this positive note from your boy, Mark Twain, Okay. He has said something to me in my dreams. <laughs> Don't get me the line, but uh, basically something was said in my dreams that the hardest part about beginning a business, a journey, um, anything, guess what? The hardest part about it is starting. So on your many different ventures of this mini coronavirus series um just begin a different journey begin something new start working out start eating healthier start writing something do something that is out of your comfort zone and that makes you comfortable and have the ability to do more and more every day it's a motivation um to have something better in life okay i want you to remember that I love you just as much as you love me. And um, it's always going to be a beautiful day on the south side of GA. I'm out.